Good evening. <laughs> Good afternoon. <laughs> well, it's definitely the evening now for us. Yeah, it's the evening now. What what time is it? It's eight. It's eight oh eight. It's eighty eight. Than... Well, no, just eight oh eight. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Bots, 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 the podcast where I repeat the jokes Tegan says because I can't think of my own. Oh, no. <laughs> you here. Mine aren't very good. My name's Spike Tickner. I'm Tegan Kinder. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're bringing you a, a Reddit, Reddit special, I guess. Yeah, we didn't do a five card episode because we're lazy dogs. Well, no, that's false. <laughs> Everything... <laughs> Come on. Life just got hectic for a week there. Life so... got hectic for a week. Um, so we're just going to do this. Um, we're just going to go over some AMAs because they're pretty fun. And what's an AMA? Ask me anything. Yeah. Imagine yep. if we could actually put sound effects in. I didn't have to do them. Yeah, we can actually do that. It's crazy. I know technology's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really. It's been around for probably a century now. Man, we are in the future. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and we're so far in the future that robots fight each other, and we're going to discuss it. Are we living in cyberpunk? Well, actually, we're just going to discuss today the, the teams that build the robots and what they have to say after the robots have fought each other. All right, let's hear some. And, uh, yeah, first team on the chopping block is Hijinks. So, yeah, Hijinks, that that great Neon Owl spinner. Yeah, that undercutter. Yeah, I've got some notes here for you, Tegan. So, they asked... I know your your burning question is, are they sponsored by Hypershock? It says so on their website. It does say so on the website. And yeah, they're they're sponsored by Hypershock. Uh, by who, sir? Hypershock. Hi, Hypershock. Hi, Hypershock. We're bear. So yeah, they're sponsored by Hypershock. They're, they wrote, co-dev on brushless shenanigans and custom components. Love heart. Okay. Take that as you will. I will take that. Yeah. Um, all right. I've got some more facts here. So, the driver's name is Orion Beach. Oh, a good name. Yeah. And let me tell you, Orion Beach can drive. Good. So, if you remember the episode, he didn't really get to showcase that. Tegan's going to sneeze. <laughs> she dabbed while she sneezed. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Oh, God. On my shirt. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to edit that out. Uh, no, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Look, it happens to all of us. Um, so yeah, Orion Beach can drive. They they had some uh, some issues in that fight. With yeah, the I do drive. recall they were kind yeah. of like that was against Claw Viper. That's yeah. the fight I'm referencing. Their only fight of this season so far. What was that? Episode two. Yeah, I think yeah, so. episode yeah. two. So. Orion Beach can definitely drive. Um, I watched a video of him in Robo Games 2002 driving an excellently named robot, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, an amazing name yeah. for a robot. First, another amazing driver, uh, Gary Jin, <gasps> who was driving a robot named Original Sin. Also a great name. Oh, uh, good in excess song too. Yeah, right. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> you're hot on the you're hot on the song takes. Yeah, that's man. good. That's my, that's um, my jam. And he also, I think at the same uh, RoboGames 2012, beat Last Rites, which is Tombstone. Holy smokers. By another name. 
Yeah, w- nice. Would a tombstone by another name spin as quick? I was going to say <laughs> smell as sweet. <laughs> would it? Yeah, no, it would. It would smell alright, I reckon. So, what, ha- what happened in that fight against Claw Viper? What broke? They have answered it here. I have the facts for you. So, the drive popped out. Drive is a Twin Castle 1515 brushless motor uh, controlled by a Mamba Monster X speed controller. I'm sure you're... Yep, fully aware of all of those <laughs> components. Yeah, yeah like, you know the that ones. Was, that all made total sense I'll to tell me. you what, they look pretty good. I looked them up online and building a bot is not cheap. They're like, I don't know, I can't remember now, but like 300 bucks, give or take 100. Ew. Yeah, it's a bit. Um, they hoped that, so what happened is that they hoped the robot would sort of slide a bit more when it gave or took a hit. Yeah, right. But what happened is that their, their wheels had a lot of grip. And that meant that the robot didn't sort of slide, and so all of the force transferred into the robot. Yeah, right. And yeah, some planetary gears were destroyed. Um, it wasn't good. Yeah, the gearbox really took some damage. They've made some updates, though. They updated the drivetrain with uh, after the fight with slip clutches, which are a thing I just discovered. Um, they seem really cool. I feel like a clutch isn't meant to slip. I bought a motorbike, and my dad was like, Oh, clutch is slipping a little bit. Might want to get that looked at. Well, and it sounded like it was a bad thing. That Normally it is a bad thing unless you're building a battle bot, in which case you might want your clutch to slip when there's excessive force so that it doesn't do damage to the gears and things. Yeah, okay, that's pretty fair. So, so they've got that. Um, how hard do you reckon Valkyrie can hit? Valkyrie? Oh. <laughs> See, I'm getting, the, I'm getting the undercutters confused here. <laughs> How hard do you reckon hijinks could hit? Apologies. Apologies, team. Um, offbeat Robotics. Nice. Very good. I reckon they can hit pretty hard. Yeah, they can. <laughs> Apparently, they can deliver 40 kilojoules, which is a huge number. 40 kilojoules? Yeah, at a little over uh, 1,400 RPM. It's pretty monstrous. And whoa, for a point whoa, of whoa, reference, whoa. like a 12-gauge shotgun... Hits with the force of 4,400 kilojoules. So, that's pretty scary. Yeah, last little facts. They've got, like, the ramp on the back yes. of hijinks, where bots can ramp over it. And it's pretty amazing <laughs> that Claw Viper actually ramped over it. It has, um, you know, I think 100 pounds, over 100 pounds of magnetic force on Claw Viper, on the base of Claw Viper, to, yeah, right. you know, help it stick to the ground, have some more... Leverage yeah. when or downforce when it's picking up other bots. Yeah. Um, but they apparently they've spent the rest of the whole event with claw viper tire marks on their top armor. Oh, amazing! <laughs> so that's a nice, nice little. I'll keep an there. eye out for those. Yeah, and and that's all I have to offer you for the first AMA. Sweet. Would um, you like to take? Yeah, I did my homework into Big Deal. First of all, my I feel like my research that I did when looking at the AMAs. I'm not going to come at you with some things that I don't know anything about. Yeah, this is fair. So the first thing that I have to answer is they were asked, what is everyone's preferred sandwich? Okay, yep. Um, I mean, what? Well, hang on. What is your preferred sandwich, Tegan? I... I'm going to ask you anything on this podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My favorite sandwich is like... My mum used to work at a sandwich shop, right? Right. And every time I'd go there, I'd get a chicken schnitzel salad sandwich with barbecue sauce and mayonnaise. Yum. It. 
on like fresh white bread. Of course. With like that shredded cheese. Oh, so good. Delish. Yeah. What's your favourite sandwich? I don't, oh, you know, I don't have a straight up. My mum didn't work in a sandwich <laughs> shop, so I am not prepared with a favourite sandwich answer, but anything with alfalfa sprouts on it, I'm down. Oh, so no, you've lost me. Yeah. No, you don't understand. They're so fresh and good. I love the alfalfa sprouts. But that's sprouts. why I love um, shredded iceberg lettuce. Yeah, it is good. It's nice yeah. and fresh. It's got to have beetroot on it, though. Yeah, it's that's a must. Yeah. Alfalfa sprouts and beetroot and some mayonnaise. Pretty good. When I was coming home from school and I'd have to make myself a sandwich, it would always be a beetroot and cheese sandwich. Ooh, okay, interesting. That's a very, like, school kid sandwich. It's so good. It's pretty weird. Some people have just thrown up about <laughs> that, <laughs> for sure. Hey, try it, try it, try it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so, but Big Dill. Big Dill. Big Dill, their favourite um, sandwich is... I wish we could do a drum roll, but I won't. I'll put one in. Okay, no, don't worry about no, it. No, here it is. It's a, a Cubano? A Cubano? Uh, yeah, a Cubano. A Cubano? Extra pickle. Extra pickle. Of I've, course, extra I pickle. feel like I've heard of this sandwich. I couldn't tell you what's on it, but I've definitely heard of a Cubano. At I a... should have done more research and figured out what was on it. Yeah, we should have got a picture of a Cubano up so we could have described this to the viewers because they must be as lost as us. Can we look one up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but I need you to... What is on it? Is it just pork and pickles? I need you to look up like an actual recipe. For me, not just photos. Alright, well... It's a good-looking sandwich. A Cubano sounds like a pretty damn good sandwich. Ham, roast pork, Swiss cheese, pickles, and mustard. That toasted? Oh, dreamboat. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, big deal knows their sandwiches. Yep. I will watch out for them in the pits. Um. Okay, so they were also asked why the name Big Dill and how much does spicy meatball weigh? Emmanuel ran... As Team Food Fight for years. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Big Dill was just a extra food-related theme. That's fun. And they also just kind of ran off the whole Pickle Rick oh, situation. Yeah. And, like, the marketing does it itself. Like, it's the right time. Yeah. It's the right place. And Spicy Meatball, their little mini-bot, weighs either 9 pounds or 12 pounds. Oh, they, okay. They can't remember. Right. But... The effective weight of the machine is over 200 pounds, thanks to some really powerful, I can't pronounce this word, neodymium Neodymium magnets. That's it, you got it. Nice. Yeah, Um, they're pretty good. Yeah, so it's just like having an extra heavyweight in there. Oh, right. They said it's hard to pick up, but if you tilt it to its side, you can pick up. Yeah, you've got to break the magnets sort of plane of... Plane of attraction. Yeah. They played some pranks on some of the crew members <laughs> trying to pick up their mini bot and it turned out to be a lot heavier than what they expected it to oh, be. Oh, the mini bot has the, the mini bot. Yeah, the mini bot yeah, has the spicy was, meatball. Does. I was misunderstanding. So wait, spicy meatball has how many pounds of magnets? Two hundred pounds. Two hundred pounds. Okay, so that robot's not really going anywhere. No. I mean unless Mammoth hits it, but <laughs> Maybe if Mammoth... Maybe if Uppercut hits it. Yeah, maybe if Uppercut hits it, (laughs) it'll definitely go somewhere. Uh, Yeah, so that's some fun facts about Spicy Meatball. I like it. I like that they played some pranks on the crew members trying to pick them up. 
So during that fight, Big Deal looked like it was driving slowly. It appeared to be struggling to lift Adam. So the people were wondering if there was any technical issues in that fight. And they said they actually have two different lifters. Um, a lighter, less powerful one, but lighter one that they can run in that match. So they took their lighter lifter that uh, time, which is why it looked like it was struggling so to So that's lift. why the stack card was 400 pounds, but it looked like it couldn't lift this robot. Yes, because it was the lighter one. Well, that makes sense. I think that's a sensible choice. Yeah. Um, and then they also asked, how long did it take to get Big Deal and Adam94 unstuck? <laughs> and what was the process? And it took less than five minutes. Um, once outside, the crew took a hacksaw and cut the belts of Adam94. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, That's easy. They may have been able to unbolt the forks and twist them out of ni- Adam94 if they wanted to save the belts, but... Yeah, I mean, belts are cheap. Yeah, they sacrificed the belts to get their bots unstuck. Oh, nice. Well, it's good to know that those bots aren't still stuck together to this day. Yeah, (laughs) and that's a one spicy meat ball. (laughs) Uh, Moving on, I have the notes on the Ask Me Anything from Mammoth here. So, a huge rematch. What would they do? Mammoth would have bigger eyes, probably (laughs) probably AR, like AR500 eyes. To keep the spinner away from the chain, because we saw that damage yeah, they took really close. inches from the chain. So that's probably a good upgrade, I reckon. Um, he said, this was so lovely. He said, I had an amazing talk with Donald Hudson on the last day. I mentioned offhand something about how I was proud of my big dumb robot. And he stopped me mid-sentence. He told me Mammoth was a unique and competitive design. One that got people's imagination going and one that everyone there admired. <laughs> Is it? Donald Hudson is just the sweetest heart. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I really love that too. I, yeah, I knew it. (laughs) That's stunning. What a nice thing to say. I know. I just thought that was the nicest thing to hear. And yeah, it's not a big dumb robot. It's, it's really, Mammoth is incredible. Yeah. You've inspired everyone, you know? And the more new builders that we inspire, the better. Because the more out-of-the-box designs we get, and that's what I love to see. People are really becoming very inventive. It's so good. So, Mammoth is a she. Oh, good to know. Yep. Good to know. Noted. And, let's see. Oh, do, yeah. Do fem- My question is, sorry, do female mammoths have tusks? Do female elephants have tusks? I always thought that they didn't. I am not an elephant mammothologist, and I do not know. Fix that. Well, you know, we can we can fix that up in maybe the pits next episode. <laughs> we can tell you we can tell you we know you come to this podcast for really the The obscure facts. The obscure facts <laughs> about sandwiches and animals. <laughs> That's what we bring. And A C D C amps. Uh, this isn't a fact about mammoth, but I just found out that Baltimore, Maryland people are really about that old bay seasoning. Do you know old bay? No. It's like a seafood seasoning, I right. think. And, yeah, pe- people in Baltimore, they love Old Bay. Gotcha. And Mammoth is on a healthy diet of Old Bay. No, <laughs> So, if you ever go there, we've got to try that. I mean, i I got to get some anyway. It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds okay. It's got a whole bunch of good stuff in it. Paprika, it's great. Okay. So, this was something I was concerned about. How is Mammoth going to go versus smaller bots? Yeah, I do remember us talking about this. Yeah, because obviously their wheels are really exposed. How are they going to get a shot off on a smaller bot? But I didn't realize they actually have tusks, which they didn't have in the huge fight. 
tusks, I say in quotes. Well, yes, I assume they don't have real ivory tusks in the Battle Box. Now, they did admit that the wheels break apart pretty quick, which isn't great. But, no, um, that's not good. So, yeah, they need to keep forward-facing, but at least they have some sort of an idea. So, the motor that Mammoth has is an ME0909 brush-type permanent magnet DC motor that weighs 25 pounds and... Since they're not running it continuously, they can actually run it over specs of, like, the voltages and amps that they should normally run that motor on. So, it's pretty powerful. I can't believe that motor weighs 25 pounds on its own. That's a heavy battery. It's a, it's a motor. Oh. That's a heavy motor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would bet that there's a heavy battery, too. Batteries are pretty heavy, generally. So, one of the Reddit users, I can't remember who, I haven't written it down here, uh, he actually asked some basic questions, and that was really cool, because I feel like we haven't really explained some basics before, but I feel like a lot of people would be interested in this. Uh, so, what is the time between fights that you have to repair? And Mammoth answered, around 20 to 40 hours. That seems pretty tight. Yeah, which, you know, we always hear how the builders are working just back-to-back back with yeah. no sleep. And, yeah, that's that's why. 20, 40 to hours between flights. Imagine you had 20 hours to get your bot back up and running after, like, you know, I don't know, one of the, like, tantrum fight. Yeah. That would be crazy. So, in terms of repair materials, you have to bring your own materials or you have to go out and get them. Mammoth actually brought 400 pounds of extra steel and plastic... Um, it is cool. McMaster, if you've ever heard of them, they're like a, I don't know exactly what to call them, but McMaster is very known for like any kind of part you might need. You can order from McMaster and they actually offer free same day delivery to BattleBots. So that's pretty cool. Whoa, hell yeah, McMaster. Thank you. Something that everyone always asks about when they hear about BattleBots for the first time, they're like, why don't you bring a robot with a gun though? (laughs) Like, why don't you put a gun on the robot or or a cannon or something? Yeah, maybe double jeopardy. Um, yeah, and this person asked about it, which is fine. Sorry, I'm not ripping on them. <laughs> but it is it is the first thing you think of. You're like, a robot with a gun would be cool. But yeah, projectile weapons actually are allowed as long as they do not create an arena fouling problem. They also must not be explosive. So springs, catapults, and gas pressure powered guns may be acceptable you will be required to show that your projectile weapon will not damage the Lexan exterior of the arena. So, when Double Jeopardy showed up with a 10-pound cannon that shot 250 mile per hour, which is technically fully allowed uh, in the rules, BattleBots forced them to turn it down significantly because it was too terrifying. Oh! So, there's some facts about Double Jeopardy. So, Double Jeopardy is too terrifying. Yeah, Double Jeopardy is too terrifying. If you've never seen Double Jeopardy, you should look up that team. They're not in it this year, but they are... I mean, Are they lawyers? I think they're lawyers, yeah. They're always dressed in suits. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're mem- just lawyer vibes. Yeah, if memory serves, they're lawyers, and they've built one of the most terrifying projectile-based robots ever. Yeah. It's just, like, two big compressed gas canisters that feed on either side... And they just feed into the one cannon. And they just have one shot. They have one lug. And imagine if it was at full power. Hectic. It would just go through anything. That'd be insane. Yeah. 
So Mammoth was asked, who would they want to fight? And their response was Wally, the narwhal bot. Oh, yes. Which is... <laughs> that would be a good fight. <laughs> Honestly, if it, if it doesn't happen by the end of the season, can we just watch how far it goes? Yes. Like, that would be great. And the person actually that, um, who, let's see, helped build and hand-painted Wally, uh, responded, at least this year, responded, the entire time I was working on him, I was looking forward to... How great it would be when he inevitably blew up in a blaze of violent glory. It is his mission. The murder instinct is appreciated. Kill that little man. <laughs> I love that. So I love that. Uh, excellent job. Yeah. We love Wally here too. That's so good. And yeah, that's all I've got for Mammoth. Would you like to uh, tell us a bit about Jackpot? Uh, yeah, so I looked at Jackpot, a beautiful robot. So, first thing was that they were... Someone mentioned that the show said that they were one of the lowest cost machines in the competition this year. Someone asked if they have any recommendations for brawling on a budget. Mm. Um, so, their response was, Ikea-style design and limited options. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. <laughs> um, everything was flat plates welded together. We found cheap, effective-looking motors stocked up and designed around those. Yeah, this is great. That's yeah. how you do it. Yeah. Bring so, an Allen key. Yeah, like, I really appreciate how they were like, we're going to make a BattleBot, this is our budget, and they just made it work. I mean, that's awesome. And then you can make it on a TV show, and you can win a match against a veteran team. Yeah. Because they died. They did. <laughs> Someone said, it looked like your blades got out of alignment. Was that something you were anticipating? What caused it? So remember during that fight when one of their blades kind of shifted off center from the other one? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They said, we did not expect that at all. No. I mean, why would you would? Why why would you would? Um, That made us reevaluate all of our welds. That weld broke. And on that part of the assembly when Sub-Zero slammed us into the wall... The wall stopped one of the blades, but not the other one, and it oh, sheared off. Oh, okay, yeah, interesting. So, after that, they just rewelded everything. I mean, these are the things that you find out. Yeah, they just rewelded everything after that fight. Good to go. We noticed during that fight that they were having some troubles getting stuck. They weren't driving very good. Yeah. So, someone asked what was the ground clearance under their main body, and I feel like that's pretty major... But it is, because there are little divots and nicks in the floor of the battle box. Uh, yeah, so they were saying that um, battle box is not nearly as flat as the test box. Yeah, right. So in the test box, they were fine. But as soon as they got into the battle box, yeah, this is all the of thing. the sheets that go together don't actually butt up nice. Yeah, you can see it sometimes. Yeah. So they had they added half an inch, so they had about three quarters of an inch in that fight with Sub-Zero. Okay. Um. That's still not much. Um, no, hang on, sorry. During that fight with Sub-Zero, they had a quarter-inch clearance. Yeah, that's not much at all. That's half of Cobalt's clearance on the on the ground. Do you remember Cobalt, that chainsaw so bot? Cobalt has a half-inch? Yeah. Yeah, right. So yeah. they were extremely low to the ground during yeah. that fight. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, which is why I think they weren't driving particularly well. Yeah, okay, well, that's something they can easily <laughs> remedy, so they should have some better driving skills. On yes. the next go round. I hope so. It's good that they had a... It's really fortunate they had a nice, clean fight. Like, didn't sustain... You know, got one good, like, gymnastic flip in. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, they were asked about that. Someone said, what about that backflip? And their response was just... Ah! 
<laughs> yeah, that, that would have been my response too. Yeah. <laughs> Someone asked what happened to the Wedgelets during the fight. They looked absolutely warped. Mm. Um, are they going to get any beefier Wedgelets or anything like that? Um, Can I just say, I love the invention of the term Wedgelets. Yes, it's like, so good. There are wedges. And then there are wedgelets. Yes. And then maybe we'll get something even smaller one day. What is smaller than a wedgelet? A micro wedge. Oh, that's... no. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't, I don't it's like not it. as catchy. No. Though. Someone will come up with something better. Yeah. But they said that those wedges didn't work um, how they would have liked them to. They found that they actually were keeping their weapon away from the person, more so than letting them get underneath. So they scrapped them. Yeah, okay. They have one saved for a giveaway later, though, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Oh, cool. That'll be good. Yeah, try and win it. I will try and win it. I would love to win a bot's piece. Yeah. Someone asked them who makes the best coffee in the pits. Oh, now this I want to know, actually, because, hang on, what's my guess? Who would make the best coffee? I feel like the Bronco Boys would make a sturdy brew. I have no doubt, but they just drank mostly Red Bull. Oh, well, that's a mistake, because the Bronco (laughs) Boys have got the real espresso, (laughs) is what I hear. (laughs) You've made up. <laughs> yeah, it's my fan cannon. <laughs> so, as you know, their weapon has lots of glitter on it. Yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, it looked really good. Someone asked them what was the last unexpected place to find some rogue glitter. Right. Um, there was a lot of glitter in Shay's hair. <laughs> they were not convinced that it was there by accident. No. But honestly, we were really careful to not... What did they say? Sorry. Let me get this right. But honestly, we were really careful not to non-consensually contaminate anybody else's bots. You don't know fear until you're applying glitter 10 feet downwind from Tombstone's freshly painted wheels. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, I'm going to be looking at Tombstone, see if there's any glitter involved. Yeah. Or Ray Billings. Right? Apparently they found one speck of glitter in the men's bathroom, so that's pretty festive. Yeah, that is festive. (laughs) That's that's funny. I like I do like that. Someone asked if you were to go to a casino and hit the jackpot, would I get jackpot? And they said, not at the high rollers table you wouldn't. So, <laughs> no. No. Maybe, yeah, maybe down in the the other. I mean, I haven't been to that many casinos. I've been to one casino in Canberra and it wasn't it wasn't great. I've I don't think I've been to an actual proper casino. It's been a, to Wests. It's a weird time. I don't know. It's yeah. for some people. Yeah. How heavy is each bar on Jackpot? Oh, okay. Yeah, I do want to know this. Uh, so 19 pounds each. Yeah, that looks about right. Before glitter. <laughs> yep. And then? I don't know about after glitter. Oh, right. Like 50, 20. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's a whole pound of glitter. <gasps> yeah, it's bound to be. Someone asked, how do you feel on the show that someone mentions you as the new death role, if they remember correctly? And I found this very interesting. Yeah. They said that it's a big compliment to live up to. We'd love to fight Death Roll next time. You are not the new Death Roll, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Tegan will disagree on this point. Uh, Look, we love Death Roll here, and they are a powerful bot. And I think you got to earn your stripes. Yeah, people asked if they had Death Roll in their mind as they were designing. I mean, I can see why people are making the comparison. Because... It's the colour scheme plus the weapon choice. Yeah. Um, but they honestly said it was purely coincidence. They didn't realise until they saw a side-by-side and they went, oh. Yeah, it does have like a similar silhouette. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
And then someone asked what's their favourite card game. Oh, okay. Go Fish. Go Fish. Go nice. Fish. So no gambling games. So, yeah, just, not Blackjack. No, just, you know, Not go Poker. Fish. Not Texas Hold'em. Yeah, and then... Yeah, someone was fishing. Someone, for, someone was fishing for that. Yeah, they really wanted... <laughs> well, they really wanted someone... they got someone... the answer they deserved. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't Snap. Maybe they knew. I feel like that's a cheeky nod. Uh, someone asked how fast can Jackpot move and what type of armor does it use? Yeah, okay. No armor. And <laughs> no. I kid. Um, Jackpot moves 15 miles per hour. Okay, yeah. So We're it's s- not, the, not crazy fast, but you know, fast probably, enough. I'd like to see Gruff in, it, in a race. Yeah. And has a three-eighths inch AR500 You can armor. do it. You did it. You did it. American measurements. I know stuff it's... about things. I should get your brother on here. He'd be able to... He's the milling man, right? He's a fitter and turner, whatever that means. Yeah, he would know what three-eighths inches is. Sure. We don't really. I mean, look, I sew, but that... No. I've never learnt those terms. <laughs> But anyway, so that's all the jackpot information that I have for you. I love that. That was a very interesting yeah. one. Who are we up to? Last but not least, Perfect Phoenix. Oh, I I very enjoyed uh, trolling through this little thread here. So somebody asked uh, Perfect Phoenix, you know, how it was to drive a bigger bot. And Tyler said, it was Tyler answering most, if not all, of these questions. Sweet. Um, until his bedtime came. Until <laughs> we had to is, go do his school. fair, because you've got the online school. Yeah. So he said that heavyweights are quite a bit harder than an insect class robot because of the inertia of the robot makes it so heavier classes take... Oh, sorry, let me just uh, take another run at that. Heavyweights are quite a bit harder than the insect class robot because the inertia of the robot makes it so heavier classes take a while to accelerate and stop. Yeah, right. That makes sense which makes sense if you've driven like beetle weight robots if you've driven a car which i've done only a few times i've I never done it yeah see what about a motorbike yeah see i feel like how much stopping a motorbike starting a motorbike it takes a fair bit of inertia but it's very different to an rc car yeah and you don't often ride on an rc car so. speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that makes sense i mean he's used to driving the smaller bots yeah that, that would be different they would take a while to but that's kind of fun i kind of i can't imagine what it is to like use a remote control on something that has so much inertia yeah that, hey. that seems like that would be fun yeah this is why this is why i have been advocating for years that there needs to be like a, a car sized battle bots competition that would be terrible. One day, in the year 2050, yes. there will be vehicle-sized BattleBots. Yes. And the weight limit will be like 2,000 pounds. Oh, that's going to be it. Yeah, get ready, people. So, what type of designs does Perfect Phoenix match up well against? And Tyler said, it matches up well against a wedge with exposed wheels and horizontal spinners, but he is worried about the copter effect. So... Yeah, basically taking hits from vertical spinners that are going to, you know, gigabyte him into the air. Yeah, right. Yeah, it could be rough. Uh, Versus Tombstone was asked, and he said, Ray and I have a bit of a mutual agreement to go all out in a fight against each other. Box, And his tactic would be box rushes to destabilize him and then go for the wheels. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 
I really do want to see that because I just want to see Ray be like, nothing personal, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> go to town. But I think it's anyone's game. I mean, honestly, Tyler's such a good driver. Like, yeah. I, yeah. And Perfect Phoenix, great robot so far. It's looking like it spins up quick. Yeah. I can say that much. What changes did he make from Brutality was asked. So the signature red and black Tyler scheme is his. And he's refurbished the bot and improved it with more armor. Yeah, so nice. Yeah. So where does the name Perfect Phoenix come from? And a lot of people are clocked onto this, but I'm not a big enough fan. But Perfect Phoenix is actually named after the Chozy Beyblade of the same name. So it's named after Beyblade. I love that! Holy moly, I didn't know! Yeah, and I mean, of course, also the symbolism with the revival of brutality and Perfect Phoenix rising from the ashes. This 11-year-old is a poet. Yeah, he's a poet and an engineer and a driver, and it's, it's all good. So, the other blades that they have, I can tell you there's four blades, uh, from longest to shortest. The red one that we saw in the extinguisher fight, that was his longest blade. Then he has a blue one, meant to act like the blue blade of tombstones. An orange one, which is the heaviest. And a yellow short one, which would be used to avoid blade impacts and utilize the wedge more. Yeah, okay, cool. So, that's good. He's got some options. It's nice. I'm interested to see the blue blade and also the orange one. Um, how much did Perfect Phoenix cost? It costs 3k to buy the base robot of Paul Ventimiglia. Where are you, Paul? Please uh, contact us at yeah. botsbotsbotspodcast at gmail.com. Still curious. I'm still super curious where you are this season. <laughs> Maybe somebody will find out someday. And they said they had to put in 8k, so $8,000 to upgrade. Would have been... More, but parts were sourced from Ray's garage and acquired... Of course. ...when Ray and Tyler met at Paul at Robo Games. Oh, yeah. So they bought it at Robo Games um, off Paul. Yeah, right. So it's kind of like a shady backdoor deal at Robo Games. Too. Yeah, it's a shady backdoor Robo Games deal. <laughs> <laughs> I think hey, I... you want to meet outside, kid? I got some robots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I actually read the... There was someone in Paul's team like working on Brutality at the time... And Paul was like, oh, I just sold this bot. And he was like, what do you, what do you want me to do? He's like, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. Which is nice, yeah. Sounds like a fun event. So Tyler was asked a very important question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Now, I want your answer on this. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog. Well, yeah. That's, that's what I figure no, it's not a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. All right, it's definitively not a sandwich. That is the Bots, Bots, Bots official podcast uh, take. What did Tyler so say? So Tyler said, I haven't really thought about this one. My answer may be controversial, but I think a hot dog is a sub filled with a sausage. Well, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but is a sub a sandwich? No. But the Subway is a sandwich bar. No, Subway is Subway. It makes subs. Is a sub not a sandwich? Moving on. What fight no, it's is... not! <laughs> this is actually the last last question I got for you. Uh, what fight is he most worried about? And he said Minotaur. Yes, which, he should be. I mean, he's lucky they're not in it this year, but yeah. Black Dragon poses a huge threat. Yeah. Uh, and that is because of the Son of Waiachi vs. Poison arrow fight that keeps getting referenced all over the place. Amazing. Back in um, Season 2, 2016. 
So yeah, that's that's because of the helicopter effect. Is, yeah, right. Yeah, you take a hit like that, and I can see Minotaur really with their drum spinner. Like, I miss. Can I just say, I miss the hum of Minotaur this year. <laughs> you can. You should set it to your like message tone. I should. Then you can hear that. It's so satisfying. <laughs> it's a pretty scary noise. I think the only one that's going to make up for it is listening to Ice Wave. Oh, cannot wait to hear Ice Wave. Yeah. I. I think I guess they're going to be on that BattleBots Bounty show, yeah. which I have hardly any details about, or nobody does. But yeah, it's going to be good to hear that petrol motor. Yeah, but that was a cool little AMA with Tyler. Yeah, it was a good oh, right. Nice. He yeah. answers questions well. He took that hot dog question seriously. Um, I'm still confused about. It's not a hot dog. It you mean it's hot... not a sandwich? It's not a sandwich. It is a hot dog. Yeah, but is a hot. I mean, what else is a hot dog? Nothing else is a hot dog. Yeah, but what about, like, a piece of bread with a sausage in it? That's a sausage sandwich. There you go. Mm. Yeah, you're going to have to think about this more. And that's all we've got time for today, folks. Yes, now it is time for coffee and contemplation. Coffee and contemplation. We'll see you next time on Bots, Bots, Bots. Yo! Yo! Oh, should we plug our socials? Real quick. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Please email us. Is a hot dog a sandwich at botspotspotspodcast.com? Yeah, com. I mean, me. bots, 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 podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, tell us. Is a hot dog a sandwich? We... I mean, even you can DM us on Instagram if you can't be bothered to send us an email. Yeah, that's true. You can just DM us wherever you can find us. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye.